Hey there! Every month, Annie has a call with our Path365 members and answers their questions. She tackles a wide range of topics from what to do with big emotions, what kinds of tips and advice she has for addressing difficult situations, how to deal with cravings, and so much more. Listen in as she does some real-life coaching for our Path members. Hey, Annie. I've stopped trying to stop drinking like we do in the first part of this alcohol-free journey, but I feel like I'm using it as an excuse to kick the can down the road. What can I do to stop making excuses for myself? I mean, we have been programmed, you guys, to, to think this. It's just, it just really has been. So I was, I'm going to say a lot of things and then I'd like to do a little exercise with you. So last week I was, ex- I was on stage uh, I was I was speaking to a group of of uh, very successful entrepreneurs, and I was explaining this naked mind methodology and affective liminal psychology, which is kind of the underpinning framework for this naked mind, uh, really a methodology that sort of my theories and what I invented. And I'm explaining it to this group of of entrepreneurs, and I'm going through and I'm talking about um, the different aspects of it. And I said, uh, most programs call it relapse. We call it data points and we celebrate data points. And people are like, wait, what? Like you celebrate when people drink? And I said, here's why. I had the privilege to go to Jada Pinkett Smith's and Will Smith's house and be on Red Table Talk. And I was there the same day that um, Kelly, what is her name? Osborne was on. Thank you. (laughs) I'm like, gosh, this is embarrassing to me. So she was on, she was there and they ended up splitting our episode. They were going to have us both in the same episode, but they ended up splitting it into two different episodes because there was so much to say about this topic that they thought it was going to be one episode. It ended up being two, which was really cool, but she's out there and she's talking about, she, we just come out of the pandemic. She had relapsed during the pandemic and she was talking about the fact that, uh, you know, how painful that was and Gammy, the Jada's mom asked her, well, do you have a support group now? And to like really re-engage. And she said, no, because 90% of my group also relapsed. And so the group disbanded. And so for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, the time where we scientifically need connection the most, need each other the most, we feel so much shame that we leave the group. And so I was like, in that moment, I was like, no, we're going to celebrate data points. Like you bringing this here, like celebrate that, celebrate that. Because number one, it's not a linear process. It never was. That's another false idea in our head that it's supposed to go from point A to point Z. And it's supposed to be like really like linear. No, no, it doesn't look like that at all. It looks a lot more like this. And sometimes it goes backwards and forward and up and down and all over the place. But the reality is that if we celebrate it and we bring it here, like, hey, guys, I had a data point. And then everybody's like, oh, cool. What did you learn? Like, when we do that, then we actually facilitate people staying, right? And so this is the exercise I want to do with you. So I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to think about this morning when you woke up and you realized, oh, man, last night, last night did me no favors. I want you to to get in touch with the words that you were saying to yourself in your mind. Can you do that? And what were you saying? So look at this this voice inside you and and look look beyond that bluster, that sternness, that parent, that 
you know, there's no excuse, like, come on, you should being tired, being hungry, no excuse. Look, look beyond that and look at this part of you. What does this part of you really want for you? What's its fear? So then I want you to back up to the night before when you were tired and you were hungry and it was loud and all of the things. Can you, can you get in touch with the voice that was encouraging you to have a drink? And so, so this part of you, this voice, what does it really want for you? Um, so what we've, what we've come up with is that the voice that was shaming and blaming you, it just wants you to be safe and it wants you to be peaceful. And the voice that's trying to get you to drink, it just wants you to enjoy your life and not feel so anxious. Would you say that's true? So you want all that too. You want all that too. And here's the thing is like, when you can recognize that you want all those things as well, then you can stop making any part of you wrong because what's happening now is there's a battle between these two voices and the morning voice is making that evening voice wrong we heard it there's no excuse you didn't do yourself any favors you shouldn't have done that it doesn't matter that it was loud you pre-planned it what's wrong with you you know and that evening voice is making the part of you that wants to drink wrong so you know life's going to be boring it's going to be pathetic we're never going to be able to manage our anxiety things are just going to suck so like you have these two voices but if you, if you get past the bluster, they actually both want the same thing. They want you to be happy and whole and joyful. I believe in my theory that so much of why we continue to drink so far past when we want to stop is because of that fight. If you imagine a fight across the street, it's going to cause you discomfort. It's going to cause you pain. If you have that fight in your household, like an argument with your husband, even more so. But we're having that fight inside of ourselves every single day. And this fight causes us incredible amounts of pain. But we're so used to this type of pain that it's like these drums beating in the background. And so we don't even know that it's there until it shuts off. But our brains have also programmed us that when we're in pain, what do we do? We drink. That has become our go-to habitual modality for dealing with pain. And interestingly, when we try to stop drinking, the pain generally goes up when we judge ourselves for our drinking. And it generally goes up when we judge ourselves for like, that's why we do the pause. Because here's the truth. All of you wants peace. All of you wants joy. All of you wants to feel good and be able to navigate your anxiety. That's true for all of us. And those voices want the same thing. But when we let, when we, and what we try to do is when these voices are loud, we ping pong back and forth trying to take sides. And we say, okay, well, if I didn't drink, then I'm obviously on the side of the voice that doesn't want me to drink. And so for the win, but guess what? There's this whole other side of you that's trying to get you to drink because that's how it knows to manage your anxiety, right? You can never have peace when there is an enemy. The goal of the pause, the goal of this program is to remove the internal enemy, to understand you are not broken, you are not wrong. Every single piece of that entire data point experience is wanting the best for you when you look underneath the layers. Nothing has gone wrong here. And that's the kind of learning that like really is going to give you the peace that is going to be like, huh, I don't even feel like I need to pick up a drink. But it's not going to come through. And for everybody, you guys, especially those of you who are really deep in the blame and shame, it's never going to come from siding against yourself. Like no matter how much you can defeat the enemy, if the enemy exists, you still know they exist. It's only going to come from accepting all the parts of yourself, the part that wants you to drink, 
I often say drinking is an act of self-love. That part that wants you to drink is doing the best it can with the tools you have. That part that wants you to stop drinking is doing the best it can because it's scared. It's like, we've been there. Now it's time to pull out the big guns. Now I have to get really mad. Now I have to act like this internal parent, right? And so it's really important to understand, like, it's not about dropping the blame and shame. It's about saying like, I understand why you're so scared for me. I know I'm scared for me too, but blame and shame, that's not the right tool that's going to get me the result we all collectively want inside this, this peanut gallery of voices. And I understand why you want me to have a drink. I don't want to feel anxious either. And I do want a joyful life, but alcohol, I'm learning it's not the right tool, right? And so this is, this is the way. The way is to have no enemies inside and celebrate the data points because that's a way to have no enemies inside. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're ready to see how This Naked Mind can help you on your personal health and wellness journey and want to learn more, go to thisnakedmindpodcast.com to learn what your next best step is. Again, that's thisnakedmindpodcast.com. We have all of our free resources, programs, social links, and more available for you there. Plus, if you have your own naked life story to share, you can submit it there as well. Until next week, stay curious. Stay curious.